Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The 60th birthday of Edmonton Oilers owner, Daryl Cates. Happy birthday, Daryl. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Momentarily, we'll head off to the River Creek Resort Casino hotline. Keep texting us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted from Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday through Saturday. Guests on the show will receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, now open for takeout orders. Full details at jvevinson.ca. We welcome back to the show uh, the uh, champion, Head coach of the Pacific Division. The Pacific Division was the only division in the American Hockey League that decided to have uh, playoffs. The Bakersfield Condors, by virtue of a 3-2 victory on Saturday night uh, in Nevada, ended up uh, winning the Pacific Division uh, two games to one over, I mentioned Manny Viveros earlier on the show today uh, from his playing days on a, a obscenely gifted and talented St. Albert team that I played against growing up as a kid. Um uh, but uh, Jay Woodcroft joins us right now, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on today. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, uh, your team showed up and they never quit during the course of the uh, playoffs. I know there was some discussion out there. I mean, the Pacific Division players were the only ones to p- decide to play. 
uh, other divisions did not have a play a playoff series. You guys were top uh, top situation out of the gate early against uh, San Diego. You rallied. You won a couple overtime games. You won another overtime game against Henderson, and you bounced back after a tough game two loss. You got to be pretty proud of what your players accomplished this year. Absolutely, I thought. Um... You know, our, our players set out uh, with a goal in, in mind of winning our division, and um, it took a lot of hard work to get there. Um, you know, you're talking about uh, winning our last game of the season there, which is a big accomplishment, and uh, everyone's excited about it, certainly. But what I was most impressed with was just the the level of work and attention to detail on a daily basis kind of um, since we started that four-and-a-half-month odyssey and um, just really proud of our team. It's uh, it's um, quite an accomplishment for those players and very excited for them. Well, talk, we've talked so much about the prospects this year. That said, uh, how important were veterans, Brad Malone, Adam, you know, Malone's on an AHL deal. Adam Cracknell and Seth Griffith that were on NHL contracts. Kevin Gravel and Ryan Stanton that were on AHL deals. Just to assist your group, because you never really got the full team that you envisioned maybe having in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, all, all those guys that you mentioned, and I'd, I'd put uh, even Luke Esposito and Joseph Gambardella in that category as well. It's just kind of um, people that um, drove our team um, right off the bat. They're an extensions of the coaching staff in terms of, you know, passing on the message uh, of how we wanted the game to be played and and leading the way through example. They said the right things. Um, they did the right things. And uh, what I think is... Um, you know, a similarity amongst all great teams. I really believe that all great teams share one common characteristic, and that's great teammates. And those people that you mentioned there and the ones that I threw into that that hat, they're not only leaders but great teammates. And um, as a coaching staff, we're thankful they were with us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Did it, I mean, did you even think you were going to be playing uh, playoffs at all, Jay? Well, there was a little bit of uh, you know uncertainty there for sure. Um, as you mentioned, I think the the Pacific Division was the only division um, that voted to continue playing beyond the regular season, and there was a little bit of unrest and whatnot. So, as a coaching staff, we we really didn't know what to expect there. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, I think what you saw was a, a team of of players who really dug in and worked for each other. They committed to the cause and um, it wasn't easy like you mentioned it, that that first series against uh, San Diego which was a heck of a series you know they had sent all these guys down from their NHL club because they were out of the playoffs and uh, there was some high-end talent on the other other side there and uh, I don't think we led for one second of that series uh, you know we lost the first game we dropped the first game we went into that uh, the second game we were down we came back and we won it in overtime and then even uh, the deciding game, 
you know, same same thing. We were down, we came back, and and we stuck with it. We really liked the way we played the game and how we shut down that that high end talent. And we knew heading into Henderson um, that it was going to be a different different type of game played and and a different animal um, with the Henderson Silver Knights. And uh, you know, we were playing in their big building. There was a lot of um, electricity uh, in that series, and uh, our guys dug in and found a way. And in the end, you know, I really believe that that um, the best team won. I believe that. Um, you know, we played Henderson over the last uh, six weeks or so. We played them 11 times, and that was our ninth win against them in 11 times, which is not an easy thing to do, especially against that team. They're very well coached. Uh, they they play the game the right way, but uh, for some reason, we seem to have their number. And um, in the end, we found a way uh, to stick with it harder and longer. And as I mentioned, I couldn't be more proud of uh, of all those players. It's funny how things work out, Jay. Anton Forsberg was signed to give the Oilers a uh, depth goaltender that would not force uh, a guy like Stuart Skinner to have to play, you know, 80% of starts. And instead, you know, Forsberg got claimed on waivers, uh, moved around all year long. You never got him. But did we find something out about Stuart Skinner this year in the American Hockey League? I think we did. I think we did. You know, he is in the third year of his his development curve. Um, I think last year he proved that he can be an everyday American League number one goaltender. This year he was challenged with the task of uh, being an elite American Hockey League goaltender. I think his experience up in the NHL and just learning through osmosis from Smith and Koskinen of what it takes to, you know, to... Um, be an NHL goaltender helped him uh, immensely and you know I think when we talk about his development curve you know it's not been a straight line he's had uh, steps forward and some small steps backward it hasn't been all pretty and nice uh, through those three years but I really believe that developing expertise at that position requires some level of struggle sacrifice and probably most importantly honest self-assessment and I think that's where I've seen the biggest growth in Stewart um, has been uh, between the years his ability to um, accept the challenge of mentally um, being an elite goaltender at this level and and what's required of elite goaltenders at this level and so um, you know as he continued to improve and get better um, so did the fortunes of our team. We're joined right now by Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers South. So, Jay, interesting on defense. You had Marcus Niemelainen, and he played a ton for you early in the year. He disappeared. Now that uh, the season's over, I guess you can officially shed some light on what occurred to him during the course of the season that took him out of the lineup. Uh, and, and whether or not you think that this is still a guy that's uh, got a chance, especially with the way the league is moving, where we're seeing rangier defensemen and you know you had Kesterling there you got Kemp back for the final final game Deharnay's on an AHL deal uh, but maybe just first uh, can you educate our listeners at all about what 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 ended up happening with Marcus Steemalainen and Yeah sure yeah, there's nothing to save it for now, right, Bob? Uh, the season's done. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, first of all, Marcus is one of the great stories of our season. Um, I think uh, the sky's the limit with him in terms of his development potential. He's big, he can skate, he plays the game very, very hard, 
and that's actually uh, you know probably about a month uh, month less in our regular season he uh, sustained a, a broken arm broken wrist um, that uh, prevented him from from playing any uh, further games and so uh, he was nursing that and was unable to um, kind of play down the stretch good news is it's uh, not nothing major it just required time uh, to heal and that's what he's had over the last little while but he should be someone that that the fan base is excited about that the organization's excited about because he made huge strides and i think there are the components of uh, of uh, you know someone who potentially could play in the nhl and have a good career well, uh, the Oilers could use some uh, some rangy guys, sort of in the in the third pairing hole, and I I still think Dimalain is going to need more time in the minors. I think that's a fair assessment. You, you're going to get Sam Arukov as well next season. He finished the year hurt over in the KHL. Can you assess what you saw to Kesterlane uh, and maybe to a lesser extent Kemp, because I know he got uh, banged up in a fight uh, uh, again about three weeks ago or so. Sure. Yeah, uh, Kesselring was. You know, he came. He finished his college career at, at Northeastern. He came out early, and it was an adjustment uh, to the professional game. Uh, he's a guy that, um, you know, he's like you mentioned. He's got great size. He's rangy. I saw a player that could um, make a play on a breakout. He had some poise to him, uh, so he didn't just, you know wrap things around the board he was prepared to pop things into the middle when it uh, he had the support that he required um you know as a lot of young guys learn when they get to the american league they learn how um how hard of a league it is how you have to be uh strong in a way that uh, doesn't just mean being gym strong I, I call it being hockey strong um just you know so there's areas that he can improve like a lot of young guys um in that regard in in terms of just getting stronger i think he'll be served well moving forward by having this you know 20 games in the american hockey league and uh, working his way through two playoff series he'll be served well because now as he heads into his summer which will be an important summer he'll have that in the back of his mind he'll know what to expect and uh, I think that will serve him well going forward. In terms of um, Phil Kemp, Kemper uh, is a little bit older, a little bit uh, more polished physically. Um, he's somebody who spent some time over in, in Europe uh, to get his game going, to find some hockey during this uh, strangest of years. And then he came back over. Um, good Good person, good leader, um, felt good with him on the ice. He's a different type of player in that he's more defensive-oriented. Um, he got banged up a little bit and then missed uh, close to a month. And uh just so happened that uh, we had some injuries down the stretch and we required him to play in our last two playoff games. And, wow, did he ever make it count uh, in that in that game three because he shot a puck uh, very nicely and uh, helped our team win. But he, both of those guys are young guys that, that are at the start of their professional careers and um, they provide some optimism uh, for the future for sure. Jay Woodcroft, head coach, Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Jay, do, does uh, Tyler Benson and Cooper Rody have anything left to prove at the American Hockey League level? Well, the, both of them, uh, and we've had our exit meetings, and I talked to both of those guys. Uh, I, you know, I'm so 
so proud of how far they've come individually. Um, you, you look at Cooper, he had to, um, not had to, but he accepted a position change this year in that we, we put him on the right side with McLeod and, and Benson. And all he did was lead the American Hockey League in, in goals. And, you know, he, he played um, a lot of extra minutes because, as you know, we went a lot of times to 11 forwards and 7D. So there were there were people that I wanted to take those extra shifts, and he was one of those guys. So he showed some versatility there. Um, I took he, I thought he took great steps in his uh, competition level and his battle level. Um, so he you know he's he did quite well this year, and I think Tyler Benson, we saw growth in his game as well. He's a guy that. Um, I asked to take more on on the penalty kill. He was a big part of the penalty kill that finished first in the American Hockey League this year. Um, and I think that helps provide a line of sight for him as he as he moves forward to try and become an everyday NHL hockey player. Um, in the end, those two guys were our difference makers. They, uh, in a 2-2 hockey game late in the third period, um, if you watch that shift, uh, Benson set up Cooper for a prime scoring chance, and then Cooper set up Benson for what turned out to be the game winner, and those were the guys that we lived and died with, and uh, and we certainly lived because uh, you know they made the play that counted when it mattered most. Jay, uh, over the course of the last three seasons, not once have you mentioned, hey, I'm trying to get to the NHL too. Uh, not not when it's been unsolicited. You've now been an AHL head coach for three seasons. How has the experience gone, and how much do you think you've grown as a person over the course of the last few years? Yeah, well, I've uh, I know that I've grown immensely, and um, for me, uh, I did kind of a different path as a coach. I, I learned um, in the National Hockey League with the greatest uh, coaches and greatest uh, players around in three different organizations. And, and so that's that was kind of my comeuppance as a coach was um, down that path and working my way up uh, that track. And then when the opportunity presented itself uh, to run run my own ship, run my own bench at at this level, I jumped at it because I felt it was the one area of experience that I didn't have and that I, you know, I had to prove myself with. And fortunately, I'm surrounded by just um, a great great support staff here and our assistant coaches and Dave Manson, Jeff Wool, Sylvain Rodrigue and our, our video coach Noah Siegel. Those guys uh, do a good job of, of um, taking uh, a lot off my plate. They put out a lot of fires and um, certainly they're huge factors in our team success. For me, I think when I think of my own career and, and think of uh, developing as a coach, I, I put a lot of time and thought into to um, my philosophy on coaching. I put a lot of time on uh, my philosophy on leadership. And uh, those are things that you refine at the American Hockey League level. And and uh, I know with, with uh, um, two Pacific Division championships in three years um, that you don't do that without good people um, on staff. And you certainly don't do that without excellent uh, players in the locker room, excellent leadership, and you don't do it without support from management. So I, I find myself as a, uh, somebody who's in a, a real good position. I'm fortunate. I'm thankful. And, um, you know, I just continue to try and work at my craft as well. 
Jay, appreciate it all the time you gave us during the course of this season, and uh, we will touch base shortly down the road. Thanks a lot, Bob. Take care. You bet. That, that, you bet. That's Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, they won the Pacific uh, Division Championship in Nevada. That's the whole series was in the state of Nevada. Henderson coached uh, by Manny Viveros. Um, and Vegas was moving players up and down between their NHL team and their FAR team. And that was one of the things that Jay had to overcome is some of those guys that were on the taxi squad for Edmonton never got to play and help out. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bakersfield during the course of the season. We'll take a quick time out, get to some of your texts on Oilers Now when we return. It's 124 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. So you're saying there's a chance. 127 in Edmonton. Some guests and orders now receive certificates to Japanese Village now open for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. Don and the staff will take care of you. Let's quickly go to a couple texts here. Uh, Randy has texted the show to say, Jay Woodcroft is awesome. If we didn't have a great group here, would love to see him back. The epitome of a player's coach. He has their backs and perfect for their developments. Again, you can text us. Another texter, uh, John Jay out of Edmonton, says, with the talk about Nugent Hopkins' contract extension 10 years since his draft, and in the Avs game last night, you remember who went second. I was telling people the order should have taken Landis Gog back then. Uh, now, I haven't really uh, bought it up that often. It's time. Uh, one comes to us. Well, guess what? Landis Gog's a free agent as well. It's going to be an interesting uh, offseason in that regard never know how quickly these conversations start this process starts wheeling there's an old saying in the car business cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. brent ridge ford in Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers if you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough payments are in an interest rate that's too high and you want to sell it, refinance it, or trade it in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, or give them a call 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Al May. Uh, it's going to get heated when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.